What's going on? Welcome back to another episode of Split Check, the podcast. On today's episode, I am talking to Betty V, dog groomer living in Chillicothe, Illinois. We will be dishing about Chicago-style pizza, an NFL player throws a temper tantrum, and will your dog's nipples grow back if you cut them off? I'm your host, Brock James, and you are listening to Split Check. Damn, son, where'd you find this? All right. Thank you. So, ooh, my hair. Sorry. I was trying to <laughs> cut it off from the camera so you didn't see. Thank you so much, Betty, for joining me today. Um, I was reading the story that you sent me uh, on Facebook, and this story had me hot this morning. Like, I was mad for you. I was mad for 15-year-old Betty, and I need you to tell the listeners about this because, whew, I'd have been, I'd okay. have been heated. Okay, so when I was 15, I grew up in Green Bay, Wisconsin, um, and I had a hostess job. It's a job that all of my siblings had, like, in my family. It was this kind of um, casual dining, but, like, with a fancy flair, um, gourmet pizza place. So it wasn't like a Domino's okay. or anything like that, <laughs> but it, it had, like, it, it was a sit-down restaurant, but it was still it was still pizza. Um, and it was very popular with the Packers, like, franchise. Um, they would often cater Packer events and a lot of the Packer players liked coming to the more bougie, um, are you a Packers fan? I, I am a Packers fan. Um, and like, I grew up with a lot of like Packer player kids or like coaches, kids and stuff like that. Um, and I do have to say after hearing this story, you're going to think that I hate the Packers. Um, (laughs) I would after I read it, I was like, damn. And I don't. And most of like, most of my interactions with Packer players and their family and whatever are great interactions. Most of them are perfectly normal people that just happen to have a job that puts them in the spotlight, but they're just, they want to go get a slice of pizza. It's not, not that big of a deal. Who's the nicest one? that you met um 100 reggie white rest in peace i loved that man he was my favorite packer player i ever met he was just an all-around good dude so reggie white my favorite packer player of all time um but mm-hmm. as we get deeper into the story so so you're hostessing at a pizza place yes and most of my responsibilities are pretty typical. 15-year-old can do, like, seat the customers, um, do general restaurant responsibilities, nothing too complicated. Uh, but at this restaurant, the hostess also brought all of the to-go orders out. Um, and this particular day, um, a order came through from a Packer player that wasn't a good Packer player. Um, <laughs> Wait, good it, as in, like, he wasn't good at the game? Game or he just is a terrible a little person. bit of both like <laughs> uh, i'm not going to drop his name but even if i did i don't think most people would be like oh yeah he won the super bowl that one no that's not <laughs> but he's also a jerk he placed a impossible order um it was he ordered some other things but the thing that made it impossible is he ordered like 15 to 20 deep dish pizzas and he wanted them done in under two hours that's impossible that's impossible straight up impossible Um, especially yeah especially in a small like family-owned restaurant we don't have the ovens and capabilities to do that and so if we're doing that big of an order for deep dish pizzas your first pizzas are going to sit for like hour 
either under a heater or getting cold. Um, How long do, because don't like deep dish pizzas take like maybe at the least amount of time, 45 minutes. I know they take about yeah. like an hour. Yeah, I would say this restaurant um, probably took half hour to 45 minutes. It's not, this is Green Bay, not Chicago. So please, <laughs> please understand that. I worked, at, I worked at a pizza not- place as well. And I, I, I get the, I know all about it. So <laughs> Um, but even so you're looking at hours worth of work, not like something we can whip out in two hours. But when it came to Packers players, our boss's motto was always just kind of like, make it work and figure it out. So we like, everybody was all hands on deck to get these pizzas made. And this guy comes back after an hour and a half to pick up his order. And he is not happy that we don't have his impossible order done before he said he needed it by. And so I asked him if he wants us to um, switch his order over to delivery. Like we do it complimentary. We'll send somebody out when all the pizzas are ready. And he kept trying to name drop, making himself seem a little bit more important than he is. Um, and so and like, we don't care. Like you, you ask most people in Green Bay, like that is, Green Bay is the smallest NFL franchise. Mm-hmm. Um, so anybody that's lived in Green Bay has had had an interaction with a Packer player. We don't care. Like, we'll be like, oh, cool. There's Brett Favre. But like third string, no, you're not as important as you think you are. So I'm not um, big into sports. So I honestly wouldn't even, <laughs> I was going to ask yeah, you to type and, his name into the chat. And I was like, why, why would I ask that? I wouldn't even know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so he, he's just like, no, we're not doing delivery. Um, I'm like, okay, that's fine. And um, I set him at the bar and we give him a complimentary drink. Well, actually he insists on a complimentary drink. They always do. Mm-hmm. And so we're like, fine, whatever. Um, and he ends up putting down a couple of drinks, but not my business. Um, when the order is finally ready, uh, I go back to start taking out the order. And I am a 15 year old cheerleader at the time. I am probably 150 pounds soaking wet. Um, I'm very athletic and muscular and everything, but I'm a 15 year old girl. (laughs) (laughs) And I start bringing the pizzas out. And my boss is just like, get them out to him as fast as possible. And I don't know why, because like the time it takes to go from kitchen to the bar is a minute. And mind you, deep dish pizzas are actually kind of heavy. Heavy. Like it, as far heavy. as like for food, they're heavy. Not to mention they don't sit well in the like pizza box because no. we don't like it. It's the same cardboard, no matter if it's a five pound pizza or a two pound pizza. Like, and so it's always awkward carrying those. Well, he piled on like five or six pizzas on my little stack and I am trying to bring them out and I get to the bar and I'm lifting them to place on the bar to hand to him. And the top pizza was just not on the stack correctly mm-hmm. and it just slides down hits me like I'd say I tried to catch it with my chin and that just like <laughs> no. opens the box up no. and so I up with just marinara and toppings because the deep dish pizza that's all it is it's a soup pizza marinara sauce just all down my body was it like still like was it everything. one of like the fresher ones so was it still like piping yeah. oh no I'm so yes. sorry yes and like I'm just I, I'm covered and I'm I don't know what to do at this point because I am like in pain because it is a hot pizza and he is just staring at me and then like once everybody just realized what happened 
he finally goes off and starts calling me an idiot and a dumb girl and a few other obscenities. And my boss was following behind me and saw it all happen because he was bringing out some more of his order. And he is demanding that I like get sent home and all of that, which yeah, duh, I'm going home. I'm covered in sauce. And so my boss just like very sternly, like he's going to fire me, but I I didn't end up getting fired for this. He was just like Elizabeth, which Elizabeth is not my name. That's my full name. That's reserved for my mama. The government Um, name. You can call me Betty, but he's just like, Elizabeth, go home. And I'm 15 years old. So I had to walk home covered in marinara sauce. Looking like I was just like a part of a murder scene or something. Um, But yeah, he ended up, my boss ended up discounting almost the entire order by like 50% or something like serious discounts and just like kissing this dude's ass and everything. I know. What a pushover. Also, how is a grown man going to like yell at a 15 year old girl and be like, you're dumb you're stupid i want you fired like why are you worried about the 15 aren't you an nfl player don't you have enough money (laughs) like why are you causing problems for somebody else and just to put it in perspective like i loved this job and i loved when we had like packer players come in because most of the time the packer players were like super cool they tipped really nice even if it was just like the fourth string kicker or something like they were always really nice people and most of them were really humble and like if another like customer record recognize them they'd always mm-hmm. be good about like saying hi maybe doing an autograph or whatever we were never allowed to like go over and be like oh you're my favorite so, like our job was just like no don't do that this is but if yeah, a customer yeah. did that they were always really cool but we had a handful of just like the jerk football players I used to work at a pizza place in Chicago and they got a lot of the Blackhawks players in there. And mm-hmm. I think they might've got like Cubs players in there too. Again, I'm, I don't really follow sports. So I don't know who these people are. So I would have never like fangirled over them. But yeah, they they were also very humble, tipped very well, mm-hmm. super nice. Um, If they were mean, I didn't know who they were. So it didn't matter to me. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're just another person off the street. That's awesome to hear that the people that were cool were super cool. I always love that yeah. like, hearing about like celebrities or athletes being super nice to people. Um, because we're all humans at the end of the day mm-hmm. um but damn you had to walk home in that nasty marinara because you're right it's um <laughs> deep dish is definitely like the lasagna like the, the uh, soup of pizza which i love deep dish but you're not wrong and and my my husband he loves deep dish pizza i hate deep dish pizza i've never really liked it but i think a lot of my hatred for it comes from this incident and just no no alex you can have all the deep dish you want i'm gonna to go with my thin crust where does one get deep dish in peoria or pecan area um i know that it's available somewhere but i have no idea i would guess like someplace like mickey's or one of the just like local I'm pizza tr- places probably has it so for the I listeners I'm, um, Betty is one of my close personal friends. We went to college together. Um, I've known her since I was 18. I'm 31 now. So yeah, it's been some time since we've known each other. And we lived in Peoria, Illinois, which is about two and a half hours um, south of Chicago. Um, So that's why I asked her if she knew anywhere in Peoria, because I'm trying to think myself. I'm like, do they even have deep dish? Yeah. It's so close to Chicago too. I think like maybe Firehouse or whatever. 
any Peoria people listening, because I know that there are going to be Peoria people listening. Oh, there was. So somebody called me out on my, I made a reference to Jay Jansen in another one of my podcasts. Yes, yes, I heard that on the other <laughs> Someone called me out on it. I was like, thank you. I was hoping somebody from Peoria would get that reference. Is that man, that man is a vampire. I am convinced. He yeah, no, he's still there. Still there representing people and their injury claims. <laughs> he has literally been the same age since I was about like five years old. Like that man. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Like they actually, he's actually a robot that they have in a closet and they take out every now and then to do a commercial. <laughs> I would not be surprised, honestly. Old so he, as hell. So yeah, anybody um, knows uh, deep dish pizza places in the Peoria area? I'm sure my husband wants to know. So um, let us know. I'm sure it's not as good as the Chicago ones because everybody is so picky about their deep dish pizzas. And they're like, you don't like deep dish until you had like whatever up in Chicago. But I think people need to realize this. Deep dish isn't actually like a Chicago style pizza. To me, no. it's a touristy thing. Like there's mm-hmm. the, Chicago does like the square slices. Yeah. Which you'll find at other pizza places. If you want some like good deep dish, you definitely want to get hit up like the tourist attractions. It's a, it's a tourist thing. And mm-hmm. look, I love deep dish, but it's not actual Chicago pizza. Don't let nobody tell you otherwise. I And I, I'll probably get um, some heat for this, but I'm a New York pizza girl. Sorry. I do love I a lo- good New York slice. Although mm-hmm. my boyfriend, the first time that I ever went to New York, took us to the worst pizza place I've ever been to. And uh. I was like, I can't. You mean to tell me this is New York pizza? This is what you guys talk about? It was so shitty. I like, I bring it up all the time. Like, you remember that time you took us to that nasty pizza place? But New York has great pizza. (laughs) I just had that one, that one bad experience. But I was listening to, have you ever, I think it's a TikTok. Have you ever seen the TikTok about the vet tech talking about the uh, lady bringing in the dog? Uh, She's like, the dog, my dog has bugs all over it. Can you check them out? And like, come to find out it's the nipples. Yeah. I know that you okay are uh you wash dogs i love the job love the company um a lot of a lot of people give heat to corporate groomers because they see um a lot of like the news stories about corporate groomers but those are few and far between um if you had every news story for every like mom and pop shop um yeah. the numbers would pull out too but i absolutely love working for the company i love my job it's fantastic that's why i've been doing it for over a decade now um but yeah there yeah, are definitely girl. some yeah there are definitely some doozies of some stories and it's funny you bring up the nipples because (laughs) I do have a nipple story um we had a client a while back that um she called to set up an appointment and she asked to not be with the groomer that she had last time which that's that's fine like if you ever don't want to be with the groomer or if you ever like a groomer please let us know because um we like building up relationships with the dogs it makes the process go a lot smoother when we know their little nuances and Mm -hmm. they start getting comfortable with us. And if it's not the right fit, we don't take offense to that. Like, you're not going to be like, oh, I hurt that poor girl's feelings. No, that's not going to happen. So we're like, okay, um, is there a reason for that? Like, we just want to know how we can make things better and straight face and everything. The lady goes, the groomer cut off my dog's nipples. (laughs) What? And we're like, oh my goodness, that, that, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, we'll get you taken care of with somebody else. And 
we're like, how could this happen? How could we like slice off a dog's nipples without knowing? And wouldn't there be, I'm guessing, wouldn't there be blood gushing? I don't yeah, know. I've never. There, <laughs> absolutely. Well, um, the lady comes in for her appointment and I love the girl that I was working with at the time. Um, she, she isn't with uh, the company anymore, but she was always a very sweet, but dry presentation. Mm-hmm. And so she, she was very much like a kindergarten teacher, like, okay, that was not the right way to do things, but not in like a patronizing way. So she's checking in the dog and PetSmart has a very thorough, what we call hands-on pet process, mm-hmm. um, where we come out and we check over the dog and everything. And in this case, since it was uh, last time we cut off your dog's nipples, um, <laughs> We we decided that um, a very thorough hands-on pet was needed. Um, and while checking over the dog, we see that the dog has all of its nipples. And the lady just, once again, straight face goes, well, of course they grew back. No, no. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> like, I just feel like these types of stories, like there can't be people that are that stupid out there, <laughs> but there is. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, that happened. <laughs> um, and that's been kind of like a running like joke in the salon that, oh, don't worry if you cut off the nipple, it'll grow back. <laughs> <laughs> Who had to explain to her that nipples don't grow back like that did anybody say anything (laughs) no because we were all really dumbfounded that she actually said that and we didn't know if she was joking for a second like for a moment we're like maybe all of this is like we're all getting punked or something um and so we're like okay um but then she when she later explained like oh yeah my my vet recommend a good recommended a good poultice to put on and it has like aloe and lavender and everything and it it helped heal the wound and all of that stuff and we're like no that did not happen rest in peace to her brain cells that's uh-huh. <laughs> too funny i'm sorry <sighs> I, just when i think people can't be that dumb they really they really do be uh-huh. out here like that um has there ever been anybody else that has been like as equally on par bringing well, in their dogs my, with that lady um mine my, my other one we get a lot of like angry customers in the grooming business because we're dealing with their babies and it, it's funny like it's almost people are more protective of their dogs than of their own children you get some very um very particular people like you have to groom my dog just right um and then you get a lot of people that if you don't they go full-on Karen there was one case and it's my favorite story to explain and once again I'm going to leave this person's name out but a local TV personality um, was bringing his dogs into us. And one of the strictest policies that we have is a rabies policy. Mm-hmm. You have to show us your rabies paperwork. When you come in, we'll put it in our system and update it and everything. So you don't have to bring it every time, but if we ever lose it out of our system, if it's ever out of date, that is one thing that is non-negotiable. We have to have that on file. I could get fired if I took back a dog without that. And we have a lot of people that get upset about this. Like I brought it last time. No, bring in your paperwork. Um, well, this this gentleman came in and he did not have his paperwork. So we'll accommodate you any way that we can. We'll reschedule you. Um, we have done like discounts and everything if it's something that is our fault. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we'll be really nice about it and understand the inconvenience that it causes, but we're still not going to take your dog without the papers. Um, and he was very upset about this and he walks out like storms out 
out of the salon. By the way, this um, seemingly very nice on TV person has the mouth of a sailor. And I am married to a mechanic and I was watching. <laughs> so he's storming out and his appointment was before store hours. Our salon opens up a little bit before our store does so we can kind of get a jump start on appointments. So our store doors will be locked and you get rung in if you're here before store. Well, our store doors were locked on his way out and we were trying to catch up to him to let him out and he wasn't having any of that. So he busted down our automatic doors. Just broke y'all shit like that? <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, cussing us out the entire time, um, calling us all a bunch of idiots and everything. Like to this day, that is one of the rudest customers that I've had. And I have then called every name in the book. Fortunately, my management team is fantastic and they don't tolerate hate. They don't tolerate that. discrimination, any of that kind of stuff. And like, even if corporate wants to be like, oh, appease the customer, they're like, no, they are harming my associates. So they'll be like, we're not doing that. Sorry, we don't need that customer. And um, he still tried to like call and set up a new appointment. And the management team had to be like, actually, we're going to part ways with you because of how you treated our associates. I probably don't know who it is, but I living in Peoria at a certain point if I'm don't doubt it. Yeah, I, I would say like think more of like reporters, um, weathermen, um, sportscasters, like that kind of that's not yeah. the actual anchors, but okay, like that's what I was thinking. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He also tried to name drop too, and like. Okay, Packer Bear, whatever. No one's like crying no. when they meet you and <laughs> like hyperventilating and getting mm-hmm. excited. Like stay in your lane. Um, damn, that's yeah, really unfortunate, but not surprising because that's what they do over there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like how often are like because look, I get it as a parent of a fur baby myself. I get it that that is your child. You want mm-hmm. the best in the world for them, you want them to be taken care of, but I can just imagine the level of Karen that goes on in a place like that do are they there often or yeah we have uh it it is a common thing but I wouldn't say it's a every customer thing um we we get trained very well on looking at what to do that's best for the customer um, making sure that we get the haircut that you want and we fix whatever we can fix and um, just work with you. And so as long as you're willing to work with us too, we might not get your haircut right on the very first time, but Mm -hmm. we'll learn like, okay, that length was too short for you. So let's let it grow out six weeks. We'll get you brought in and we'll do a little bit longer or we'll do the face a little bit different, but you got to work with us. It's the same thing for like a hairstylist. Um, You're first time into a salon might not get you the best haircut, but you're like, hey, you took my hair a little bit too short. Actually like do layers here or whatever. And you'll end up getting the haircut that you like. We we pride ourselves on really trying to accommodate and getting what you want. It's the people that expect perfection um, right off the bat or they don't take into consideration that like, I work in a very busy salon. And so we have to like answer phones, customers that walk in, we have to take care of them. So we get a lot of people that get upset about how long it takes. Um, And it's all things that once again, like I'm I'm not going to be one of those people that say the customer is always right, but we'll, 
will always try to accommodate the needs of the customer. And I'd say probably 90% of our customers are once again, wonderful, wonderful people. Um, they definitely take care of us and treat us well. Um, and I absolutely love every dog that comes through that door, even if they are trying to like eat my face. I've seen um, your Facebook posts before and you definitely build relationships with the animals. Mm -hmm. You definitely like know all their names. I think it's really cute. I'm right. Yeah, I love them. Love them two bits and pieces. Um, and I have a very good, strong clientele that like I've had dogs that I started grooming when they were eight weeks old and now they're, they're like 10, 11 years old. And I'm like, no, you're not allowed to age. <laughs> they get so old so fast. <laughs> I know. I know. I don't like it. And like, I have three senior dogs right now and they weren't senior when I got them. And huh, it like, they really become part of your family. And then there are the customers that when we're booking appointments, we're just like, we've tried to accommodate these people so much and like a little sense of, am I going to make this customer happy? Just like washes over you. And you're like, mm -hmm. I don't know what to do. Like with the restaurant, when, when you're in a restaurant and you see that one regular come in that you're like, Oh God, don't set them in my, in my, like there was second. too many of those. Like I actually yeah. had regulars working in the dispensary. I worked in like, I worked in a bunch of different dispensaries, but I had regulars in some of them that I was like, please, please don't talk to me today. There are times I like run to like pretend to go to the bathroom. So I didn't have to talk to them. Uh, it was easier to do it with that, but like definitely like working in a restaurant, you, there is always that one regular that you're like, fuck, do I really have to take him today? Really? It's my turn. Mm -hmm. It's my turn to take him. Really? I got to do it. Um, how is, how is, um, the, uh, the business working with COVID? as far as like the regulations, I know Illinois is a little different than California. I don't know how, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how you guys are working over there, but we ain't on, we ain't on shit over here. We did close. Um, we were, the grooming salon was deemed non-essential for about six weeks. Uh, PetSmart was still open um, because PetSmart is labeled as a grocer. Mm -hmm. And so they were deemed essential, which they should be because people still need to feed their animals. Of and course, get, <laughs> very yeah, much so. For their animals. Um, so we shut down for six weeks. And then when we did come back, um, we came back with a lot of regulations. We had to mask. Um, we had to socially distance, not just from the customers, but from each other, which is very difficult when you're in a grooming salon because so much of what we do, we use two people for. If mm -hmm. we have a difficult dog, um, we have somebody come over and even just like offer moral support for the dog or something. Um, and so like at the beginning, we had so many clients that we had to be like, we can't groom your dog right now because I can't ask my coworker to help me. Um, and that was, that, that caused um, a, a few issues with some of our clients. And then as like the phases that we had opened up a little bit more, we could start like working closer to each other, start helping each other out. Um, and now we're at a point where we have like these weird shower curtains that divide our, like <laughs> the space between our tables, even though like we still interact with each other very closely and everything. Like, I think the shower curtains are there more for optics than anything else. Um, that's but, what I was thinking too. Cause I like, I think about like restaurants where they have the dividers in between the yeah. tables. I'm like that ain't keeping anything out. Yeah. You tried it. Yeah. 
but we like when we first came back from the quarantine um we would have like these lines marked out on the floor like okay pet parent you stand there and then you like hand over the dog to me where i stand here and it was it was very difficult to like work with like oh we have to keep six feet apart but i still have to like get the dog from you um we did open up a curbside service mm -hmm. which is very like convenient but at the same time like you're reaching into a dog's space when you come into like that dog's car so yeah. we've had to like meander around nuances with like the curbside offerings um we're like okay we're doing curbside but you have to get out of the car and hand over the dog and we have to do like our hands-on pet assessment outside and sometimes in the cold or in the rain or whatever so we're still working out the kinks with a lot of like our covid policies and it's still not perfect yet like we're always coming across something that we're like that needs work or whatever but um, it was also difficult because we had to come back with half the girls since we yeah, had to yeah. space out so much. So we only brought back half of our salon and um, that that was really tricky because some of the um, girls that didn't come back did uh, decide to go to uh, other shops, um, find jobs elsewhere, um, which is understandable and everything, or they would uh, find stuff that worked out better. It's been kind of a rough, weird year, 2020 um, with that it has that it has it definitely wiped my slate clean like i'm mm -hmm. starting back from scratch everything no job <laughs> out of it well I, i'm not mad about anything that's life things mm -hmm. happen and the uncertainty is scary but what else is out there for me is actually exciting yeah. i got hit up today by a very reputable social media company today so fingers crossed for me i, I i'm praying for you <laughs> um because if not um i mean whatever life's gonna happen um i am thinking about making a move back to illinois it'd definitely i got, I got a spare bedroom just saying oh i'm definitely gonna come stay for sure but like to actually like live and thrive there it's definitely gonna be in chicago but we'll see again like i didn't expect a pandemic to happen so <laughs> um i just didn't expect life to take this turn but it's interesting it has helped me bird this podcast which people ask and i'm like you know what it came from a reading are you ever on reddit at all yes absolutely so the sub there's a subreddit called tales from your server and it's like uh -huh. all people kind of just like you know telling their kind of like server horror stories and i'm like you know what i should do something with this and then my friend also interviewed me as well and i was like i'm i'm sick of telling my stories i want to hear other people's mm -hmm. so i definitely uh you hit me up and i was like you know what it's a different angle with the dogs but i love it and i just love you mm -hmm. so i definitely had to have you on oh well thanks i'm glad to be on i'm glad oh. to help you out with your newest venture you big bright shining ball of energy i love mm -hmm. it i'm gonna just do a psa to everybody that gets their dog groomed um we all love your pets we do work with us um we're not trying to inconvenience you if you ever feel inconvenienced by your dog groomer or anything like that. Work with us. We want and love to see all of your pets and we want to give you the best that we can, but we're not magicians. Um, brush your dog. <laughs> I have a question. Do your yes. dogs get, uh, are your dogs always pampered? Do they always say oh, nice, and, nice and clean and pristine? 
actually, I went in today on my day off um, to give Goober his bath. I do Goober at work because he's a great Pyrenees mix. So he's big and fluffy mm. and I'm not doing that in my tub. Um, but then <laughs> the two small dogs that are short haired, small dogs, um, sushi and whiskey. Okay. Um, I remember sushi. I was like, there, I didn't, I thought there was two. Okay. I didn't know there was yeah, three. Sushi roll, whiskey, Richard and Goober Patrick. Um, I, I do the small dogs at home and they get just as spoiled at home, but I, I'm not putting Goober in my tub. So yeah, we went to, we went to the salon today and he got spoiled and they're like, they're always going for hikes. Um, Goober and sushi go to daycare once a week. Uh, that's like, what's up. Yeah. And I highly recommend find your dog a daycare. It's fantastic because then you don't have to feel guilty if you're ever not able to like take them for their walk or, um, get like their physical activity. And I just send them once a week to daycare. They're worn out for like the weekend. And I'm like, Oh, thank God. This is heaven. <laughs> Good to know. I don't have a dog, but for the listeners that do listen to mm -hmm. Betty, um, this is a podcast where I like to have people, um, there's a platform where I want people to kind of share whatever they're working on, what they're doing in life. Uh, do you have anything that you like to give to the audience? Um, <laughs> It's kind of a weird shout out, but um, I've recently started a, it's just a Facebook page. I didn't want to do anything too um, crazy um, with it. So it's just a generic Facebook page. But uh, over the past year, um, I've started a kind of like a weight loss journey. Um, and I've been kind of keeping track of all the things that I've been doing with that. Um, and it's, kind of following it's not only my weight loss journey but i've been finally taking control of my mental health um and so it goes through a lot of stuff like for people with body image issues and i always like um keeping things open having i have people message me and going i'm really happy that you're being this brutally honest on this page and without going too much in depth on it it I, I do like various rewards for um, my accomplishments and my final reward if I get to my goal and everything is to tour the Waverly Hills Sanatorium in Kentucky. And so this page, it's called uh, My Spooky Weight Loss Journey. Um, I, at least I think that's the name of it. I'm probably wrong, but can't even get the name of my own. Betty, page. you know, but my I, mom is a ghost hunter or she used to be. I my know, mom and my sister. No, that's why, that's why been, I was also just like, they've that's been a good to, <laughs> They've been to Waverly Hills a, I I think, know, and that's like plenty of times. my dream since I was like five. So I finally want to make that a reality. And I'm just like, you know what? This will be my incentive. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a really good page um, to kind of connect with me. If you have any questions, I've kind of been through it all and check it out. Be my cheerleader, be my supporter. Um, and I, I will, you. yeah, I will support you right back. If you're in the same boat that I was, or I have been in. Um, and I, other than that, I'm just barely getting on other social media. I just recently got a TikTok. I just recently signed up for Snapchat and Instagram. I'm kind of like an 80 year old woman, except for now that I'm on these venues, I see there's a lot more 80 year old women, out, <laughs> women out there than like Betty. I'm yeah, I'm completely, this is my fourth Zoom call that I'm doing with you right now. <laughs> That's insane. So, <laughs> everybody tells me well you need to branch out and like you would be so fantastic I'm like a podcast or whatever so uh, check that off my list now that I'm here 
Hey, well, happy to have you on. Um, I'm actually going to stop recording in a second, uh, but I just want to say thank you so much for, you know, being a part of my life first off and then just coming on the podcast and sharing your experience because mm-hmm. when I read that story this morning, I was I was like, not my Betty. How, like, <laughs> how could they do her like that? I was definitely, I was not here for that. But um, yeah, thank you so much again and we will talk soon. This is a certified hood classic.